Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, there, friends. Welcome back to our Golden 20s podcast. My name is Sadie, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tegan. And we are back on video this week, so if you're listening on Spotify, you can open it up, see our faces as we are having a good life chat today, or we are also on YouTube. So if you prefer to listen slash watch podcasts on YouTube, you can find this week's episode there. So maybe pause, go over there, whatever you need to do. But we're here and we're back. And I'm excited for today's episode because it's something I've been feeling on a deep spiritual level, mm-hmm. and that is hibernation mode, the winter uglies. I saw Trinity from the Wellness Cafe called it the seasonal scaries, and I was like, wow, that really resonates with me. It's that, you know, week or two after daylight savings, the clocks go back where everyone's just like, oh God, here we go. Winter's mm-hmm. coming slash winter's here. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to tackle that and how to stay feeling your best, maybe looking your best, but most importantly, feeling your best through the winter. And hopefully everyone can, yeah, I guess, survive the another winter that lies ahead. Yes. And I feel like we are qualified to talk about this as Canadians because (laughs) things get dark very early here and we get some cold weather. We're obviously in Toronto, which isn't as cold as some places, but we have a very humid cold, which Mm. I know can really bug some people. So we are equipped to get you through this. Yeah. And it's so funny. My sister lives in Montreal and winter there is so much colder, so much more snow, but it's always sunny. So I feel like people in Quebec, like they like winter and they're like, we lean into it. You know, we go skiing, we go snowboarding here in Toronto. It's like gray, dark, slushy. Like we don't even have the nice white snow, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's winter really trying to pull us down and us like climbing out of it being like no you cannot bring us down winter so so yeah we're gonna share all of our best tips and tricks uh today with you guys in case you're in a similar boat I I'm throwing all my favorite influencers into this episode but I saw Alana Davison has a hot girl winter challenge going right now and I was like I love that so much like It's kind of, she had a crazy summer. She's like, we need to get back into the routine. And this will also help me, you know, 
stay feeling my best through the winter. So I feel like that's kind of the approach this episode's going to take. But I'm also going to caveat that we're all obviously listening to this episode, coming at it from different phases of life. Maybe right now things are really crazy busy for you and you need to lean into, you know, the cozy, the rest and carve that out in your winter schedule. But for others who are maybe like me, where it's like, no, I'm in full on hibernation mode. I'm really struggling to leave the house. And just like, I don't know, I feel like there's such thing as too much cozy, too much rest sometimes. And that's the point I'm at. So it's also like, I need to whip myself into gear to get myself feeling better. So basically all of this to say, take what you need from this episode. Obviously, not everything. It's not like a one- one fit for all type of thing. Mm-hmm. So just something to keep in mind as we chat it out. Totally. I feel like we're coming at this from two different angles where I'm like, I've been doing too much. I've been leaving my house too much. Like I need to get into the hibernation mode. I still haven't like put away my summer stuff. I still haven't got my winter coat out because I've just been like so busy that I've just been wearing sweaters on top of sweaters with my normal like summer coat. So I think this will be good. We can kind of approach from the two different angles that I feel like lots of people are at at the end of fall. Totally. I also have to report back. You mentioned your winter coat. I have worn my super puff out as of this past weekend, guys. And I am loving it because it's like, like, I don't know how cold it's been like between like one and five degrees. Sometimes it feels below zero here, like in the mornings and at in at night, sorry, in the evenings at night. So I'm like, I don't know if it's quite cold enough for it, but right. I was like, I just want to wear it out. So yeah. the first time I went, I went to a cafe down the street from my house, did some work for the podcast, actually wrote a Patreon post. So guys, go Love subscribe it. to our Patreon because I've been having so much fun with that. So it's kind of like a blog, so go check it out. But anyways, imagine me wearing my super puff, going to the cafe, writing our Patreon post. Then I went to the grocery store, came home, and I was just like, okay, super puffs, first night out. It, it was cozy. And I was like, it's not super cold out, but I feel like it's such a good – this is just my unsolicited review of the super puff, apparently. <laughs> but I feel like it's a good – like, if it's cold, it'll keep you warm. But if it's kind of warm out – it's like breathable still, you know? Oh, so, perfect. Yeah. So I've been really loving it. Just had to share that since you mentioned your winter coat. Mine is out. Love it. And it is strutting the streets around Toronto. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. I feel like like we're going to get more into like specific breakdowns of topics. But one of the number one tips that I've heard around like embracing winter and not like I feel like you can be a type of person who's like, I hate winter. It's the worst. Mm -hmm. One way to battle that is to actually have winter gear that keeps you warm. And so this, like you just reminded me of that, that if you're the type of person who's like, I hate even going outside, like maybe it's because you need a warmer pair of winter boots or a warmer pair of socks or gloves or hat. Cause I feel like once I did that, it was a big game changer for me. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm the same way where I'm like, it's so freezing outside. But if you're dressed for it, yeah, you know, it's all good. Yeah. And it's actually, 
it can be quite peaceful, especially when it is snowing and it's just like very quiet, dark, you know, the snow, like it can be very serene and you can walk further or longer when it is cooler outside than when you're like melting in the summer sun heat, you know? So yeah, I'll talk more about this in a second, but Speaking of my sister in Montreal, she's turned into like a half marathon runner and she loves running in the winter, but she has her layers like dressed for it. She has, since she's in Montreal and I was just talking about how snowy and crazy it is there, like very winter, she has things to like strap onto her shoes so she doesn't Mm -hmm. slip. But she's like, I prefer winter running over running in the summer because like when you're prepared for it, dressed for it, like you can really enjoy it. So yeah. Good tip, Tag. I love, love that. it. Awesome. Well, I think the first thing that came to mind for me is, again, I feel like we're going to be like on two different sides of things here, but eating well and staying hydrated, we know that is the number one way to stay a hot girl if it's summer, winter, whatever it is. And where I'm coming at this from is as soon as October hit, I was like, three soups a week, chili, mm-hmm. like pasta. I'm leaning into the comfort foods really hard. And it was also like swapping my morning smoothie for oatmeal. Just everything needed to be like cozy comfort. And I've just started feeling very like bleh lately. And I'm like, I think it's because I'm not really eating like fresh fruits and vegetables anymore. And obviously that's easier in the summer, especially here in Canada, like strawberry season like it's better to eat strawberries in June strawberry season than Mm -hmm. in November you know or it's easier cheaper whatever but it's just something that I'm being I'm being more mindful of because I'm like just because it's not summer doesn't mean I can't eat fresh and I think even the same on staying hydrated like in the summer I am so on top of my water goals where I'm like crushing three of my swell water bottles a day easy no problem Mm -hmm. but as soon as it's cold outside I'm like I do not want to drink water. I only want to drink tea. And that's maybe okay, but I think I still need to be filling up my swell, drinking that through the day. Mm -hmm. So just, I don't know, a little reminder, I guess, to still eat whole foods, still drink water, even if it is comfort food season. And for me, that looks like still maybe eating oatmeal in the morning, maybe eating soup for lunch some days, and then for dinner, you know, bringing in some more of these whole foods. Or maybe for lunch, instead of soup, I'm still eating a salad or some sort of, you know, less comfort, more whole food type lunch. So yeah, something that came to mind on my side. Yep. Totally agree. I feel like I really lean into carbs in the Mm. winter just because it's easy, but then it is important to be like incorporating those vegetables still. And we've talked about like frozen versus fresh in the past and a lot of frozen fruits and vegetables are still just as nutritious as fresh Mm -hmm. so it's like sometimes you just have to like throw some frozen peas in your pasta and like work on some weird combos to still be trying to get those like nutrients that you're normally getting in the summer when you're eating salads and fresh fruit as a snack as opposed to like today I had mint M&Ms as my snack because mm-hmm. tis the season. <laughs> I love mint M&Ms. I'm pretty sure you're the one who got me yeah, onto those. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love that. I think too, for me, I also just want to like drink hot chocolate, 
eat baked goods, you know, like all of those things. And again, I think it's totally fine to lean into that around the holidays, especially. But I'm also like, okay, I know when I eat a lot of sugar, my skin breaks out. And then we know that when my skin breaks out, I have low self-confidence and, you know, all these things. So I think, again, it's just like being mindful of that and then also balancing it out. Maybe this isn't balancing it out, but my head it is by staying on top of my vitamins, my supplements, and also maybe cutting back or being mindful of my alcohol consumption as well. Because I think that's also like lots of holiday parties and I'm somebody who drinks socially quite often, you know, like if I'm being social, it typically involves alcohol. So just something, not saying I'm like cutting this out, but it's like being mindful of, you know, if I have two Christmas parties in one week, do I need to drink at both? Maybe not, you know, maybe I'm just hitting like ginger ale one night or something. So yeah, just some thoughts on mindful eating, I guess, to stay feeling my best. Yeah. Totally agree. I think another element of why people feel so like blah in the winter is like a lack of physical activity. I feel like it's a lot easier to be more physical in the summer, like you're walking to the grocery store or you're doing, I don't know, all kinds of outdoors activities. Whereas like sometimes the furthest I walk in a winter day is from my desk to my couch and that's it. And so trying to get some movement whatever that looks like to you. I have a watch that tells me when I need to stand if I haven't in an hour. Even something as simple as that can make a difference. I just got a standing desk, which I'm really excited to see how that goes over the winter. I've only had it for a month, but it's shocking to me how short amount of time I feel like I can stand when working. Mm. So I'm hoping to like bump up my standing time because it's quite sad. I've also heard about people who take all of their meetings standing as a way to like just get some physical fitness and activity, but also to try and keep their meetings shorter And so I'm kind of intrigued by that. We'll maybe be working with that. But like you said, winter running is a huge thing because it's a lot more comfortable when you're not like dying of heat and the sun, Mm -hmm. you know, beaming down on you. And I also love like hot yoga in the winter can be really nice to just feel like you're on a tropical island for an hour, going to the gym, that kind of thing, I think can all help. I also love walks in the winter, especially like nighttime walks. You can see everyone's Mm -hmm. Christmas lights or I live in like a suburb neighborhood. So I get to see everyone's Christmas trees in their window, which can also be really nice. Yeah. 100%. I typically am an evening walk gal. However, when it gets dark outside, I'm like when it gets dark early, sorry, I try to shift it more to morning or more like lunchtime walks, I guess. Yeah. And that's because if I don't, then I'm really getting limited daylight in my day, you know? Totally. So I love to use my lunchtime to run errands. As it gives me a reason to get out of the house. Like I have a purpose on this walk or sometimes it's just to walk to Starbucks, walk around the block. But I do think, you know, as much as I love that cozy evening walk you were just uh, talking about tech I think if you're struggling to get in like daylight and some vitamin d get outside through the day as well even if it's just for a quick quick walk yeah totally 
I also am someone who suffers from really dry skin. I suffer from dry skin in like the summer. So the winter just makes it crazy. So much worse. <laughs> yeah. And so another big part, I think, of like battling the winter uglies. One, I always get really pale, which I don't like. But two, I also get very dry, which then makes my skin break out. It makes my skin mm-hmm. look like wrinklier. It looks dull. So part of it is just like trying to combat that. So the first step is, like you said, drinking water. That makes the biggest difference. I find in winter, if there's a day where I'm not drinking enough water, I can literally see it on my forehead because suddenly yeah. I have like wrinkles pop out there and that's just from one day. And so obviously it starts with what you're eating first but outside of that it's like exfoliating I'm very aggressive with my exfoliation to try and get rid of some of that like dull dry skin and then moisturizing and this is like face body hair hands your nails I've got with me at all times in every single purse I've got a chapstick I've got hand cream I've got nail oil And they're just like everywhere spread out around my house because this is a battle I'm always fighting. I also find that like eye masks can really help. We both, I think, like the patchology ones. They are my little lifesavers through the winter. Same with like face masks, feet masks, hand masks, lip masks, all (laughs) the masks. Yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, this can be a nice glow up if you are in hibernation mode and like you were saying tag to avoid the winter uglies but I also think if you're in the opposite coming to this episode from the opposite side of things I think all of these things can be such intentional me moments in a really Mm -hmm. busy week where it's like even if you're putting on a hair mask or lip mask or face mask any type of mask for just 15 minutes it's like that's 15 minutes where you're just maybe sitting there doing nothing and it's kind of a nice breather if you're you know needing to slow things down so definitely love this as well also this is fun but I only tried it once I'm trying a scalp serum for the first time Mm -hmm. I got one in this like gift box and it's the Aesop one so I was like okay fancy I've never had anything from there before so I used that just a few days ago and people on meetings were like did you do something different with your hair? Like it looks so different. And it was the first time I had used it. And I was like, no, but it must be the scalp serum I've been using. So I feel like, you know, for me, I need to change up my skincare routine in the winter for what you were, the exact same reason you were saying, Tag, where my skin is a lot drier. I need more moisturizing products. But it's like maybe also use this as an opportunity to try new products if it's a scalp serum, some sort of different face mask, whatever. And You mentioned also being pale. This is not me at all. Like I'm pale, yes, but I'm not a self-tan girl, but I know people swear by this. They're like, Mm -hmm. this is the ultimate way to avoid the winter uglies and to give yourself a confidence boost, feeling your best. So just want to throw that on there in case that resonates with you as maybe something new to try or something to keep up if you are already a self-tan girl. Yeah, I'm also not a self-tan girl. I think just because my skin is so dry, Mm -hmm. I am paranoid that it'll look so like patchy and flaky and gross. So I've never been that girl, but maybe. Maybe. 
That's so funny. I think the next thing, this is where I struggled the most, but is also the most impactful during winter is socializing. So if you don't know, I live alone. I work from home full time. Don't go into the office like hardly ever. So it's nice, you know, to sleep in, wake up, have my cozy oatmeal and just like stay in my jammies and have a blanket and it's snowing outside. I'm working, responding to emails. But like I was saying at the top of this episode, that is only good for so long. And then it's like, oh my gosh, when is the last time I left the house? Or, oh my gosh, why am I feeling so down in the dumps? And it's like, oh, it's because I haven't, yeah, left the house, seen another human, Mm -hmm. not inside a screen for a few days. We need to switch this up. So I know we've talked about this in a few different contexts, especially the work from home situation. But this is just a reminder to maybe try, if you do work from home full time, maybe try to switch it up if it's working from a co-working space or a cafe sometime even if your office gives the opportunity to go into the office. Like actually just last week or two weeks ago, my work said that they're going to open the office every Wednesday and that's like our collaboration day. So if we want to come into the office, we can. And I was like, that sounds like something I should definitely take advantage of. Same with attending in-person work socials, anything on the work front, essentially where you can shift part of your work from home routine to be in-person socializing, try to do that, even if it's like once every other week. And outside of work, I also make a point and literally I set the November monthly goal for myself to make plans with some sort of friends, if it's coworkers or actual friends, have an in-person hangout once a week. And I literally have to make that goal for myself or else I don't (laughs) through the winter when I'm in the same boat where it's like, I don't want to leave the house, whatever. But anyways, so if it's grabbing dinner, drinks, coffee, even having a friend come over and just like having good life chats over a cup of tea, like I think Mm -hmm. this is really great. Also signing up for fitness classes, like I think that's a great way to get in your movement, get out of the house, maybe also socialize, have a friend join you there, that sort of thing. Totally agree. I feel like it can be so easy to just be like, I'm hunkering down. I just want to sit in my house or watch movies or whatever it is, but it's definitely important. You can, I love like trying to do something outside of the house on weekends. Like I also Mm -hmm. work from home. Luckily, like so does my husband and I live with him. So I get to have that element of socializing every day. But even as simple as like, I'm going to go to the mall or I'm going to go to the movies or, you know, something little like that, because I find that if I just end up sitting in the house all day, I don't know, starting Monday again, it's like I didn't even get a weekend. My Mm -hmm. house is a mess because I just sat here making a mess all weekend. So definitely is something important. Yeah. And I feel there's so many things you can do in the winter that aren't necessarily outside like you have to leave your house to get there but it's like maybe you check out museums maybe you go to plays and musicals or look into events that are happening in your city if it's networking events 
on like the professional front, if it's dating events, if you're single, looking for somebody, even community events, I think could be really fun. Like there's a lot of pop-up Christmas markets and, you know, just like Christmas parades or even if it's not holiday related, I think there's just a lot going on this time of year because Mm -hmm. everyone's in the same boat needing community. So just, you know, take advantage of those and actually get out there, show up because you'll feel so much better if you break that cycle of just, you know, staying home by yourself, hibernating just every couple of days, you know? Yeah. I also find it's a lot easier to plan these events because people are less busy than the summer. Like yeah, I true. feel like all summer, every time I would ask to hang out with someone, it's like, oh, they're busy or they're on vacation or whatever it is. Whereas this week it's like, I've booked tickets to a musical. I booked tickets to a comedy show, booked tickets to a concert all because it's like people are just like looking for things to do all winter yeah I love that okay the next thing on our list to talk about is sleep and I think we talked we've talked about sleep on the podcast before especially when it comes to self-care because it really is just as important as eating staying hydrated moving your body socializing I would actually say sleep is almost the most important thing. If you're not sleeping, it's really hard to function and show up for yourself Mm -hmm. if it's on the work front or social front, whatever it is. So I think for me, I have a tendency to oversleep in the winter because it is dark and cold and my favorite place in the whole world is my bed. Like I could lay in my bed all day, every day. And while I think it's totally fair to have a rot day, even if it's like once a week or, you know, once every couple weeks, once a month where you just literally lay on your couch or in your bed, don't do anything. I don't think it's healthy to do that all the time. And going back to the oversleeping thing, I find it really helpful to establish and stick to a sleep schedule. So it's like 1130 lights out. Um, That's winter, summer, whatever. And then also in the morning, this is so much harder in the winter, but, you know, getting up when my alarm goes and giving myself that like one to one and a half hours before work starts to just like slowly, gradually wake up because I know that's what I need. So I think this is the other thing where if you oversleep, and this is something I dealt with a lot at the beginning of the pandemic, you actually feel more tired. And when you oversleep and you just stay home all the time, you're not going on walks, you're not getting fresh air, seeing people, you're not exerting your energy, you know, and then you'll go back to bed, get maybe say 10 to 12 hours more sleep. And then it's just like you feel more sluggish because you're not burning off that energy. So I've definitely been in that situation before where I'm like, why am I so tired? I'm sleeping so well. I'm sleeping so much. But it's like, okay, but I'm not, you know, showing up for myself to burn off that energy. And therefore, it's just making me feel worse. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. 
behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Yeah, totally. I find that uh, if you struggle with like sleeping in the winter, coming up with like uh, an evening routine and a morning routine can help if you have a hard time like winding down or you maybe feel like I don't know I find in my house because it gets dark here at like 4 30 it just feels like nighttime my entire time I'm off work and then it's hard to like signal to my brain like no it's time for bed and so it's like if you're playing chill music or if you're taking a bath or a shower I have these like shower I don't even know what the right word is but they're all like bath bombs for your shower but they have like aromatherapy sense to make you tired I find that that can be kind of helpful if you need to wind down making yourself like a cup of tea having candles lit instead of like the big overhead lightings reading a book all of those kinds of things can signal to your brain to go to sleep I also try not to do anything in my bed besides sleeping I'm yeah. Not like an eating in bed type of person. I don't like work in bed. I don't even like to like chill there during the day. To me, I'm like, if you want to chill, you can sit on the couch because I want that space to be like a signal to my brain that we're going to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning, one thing I found that really helped me was getting cozy slippers and a robe because it's like yeah. if you no getting out of bed means your little feet are going to be freezing you're not going to want to get out of bed you're just going to stay cozy so that's another thing and it's like so obvious and silly but at the same time I'm like I didn't do it for years and now I just like love my slippers yeah no that is such a good point it's like I don't want to get out of bed but I have to so I'm gonna take my bed with me if it's Mm -hmm. yeah putting on a big fuzzy house coat your slippers Whatever it is. I love that. Such good tips. I feel like something we've brought up a couple times is like the screen time mm -hmm. element of this. I feel like it can be really easy to spend your entire day just like scrolling Instagram, scrolling TikTok, watching YouTube. And obviously, it's good to just relax. (laughs) That's fine. But it's like if you spent your entire Saturday laying in bed, and scrolling TikTok because you were like, it's so dark and cold. I don't want to do anything like that's not great. And I also feel like if you're feeling like the winter uglies and feeling like my house is just so dark and gross and it's so nasty outside, it's not even cute snow and I'm freezing. And then you're scrolling Instagram and just seeing people like on crazy vacations or in their huge mansions or whatever there's also like that element of jealousy or like negative self-talk I feel like you can kind of get into a cycle of if you're just like constantly feeding yourself these fabricated images 100 percent yeah I have screen free time baked into my morning and evening routines because Otherwise, yeah, I do look at screens all day for work, obviously, but then after work, if I'm in full-on hibernation mode, I just 
get up, watch Gilmore Girls while I eat dinner, and then I'm, like, mm-hmm. scrolling TikTok, Instagram, move to bed, go to sleep. Like, you know, so it is definitely something to be mindful of when you're in hibernation mode is, yeah. you know, yeah, you're not – it's okay to rest and, like you said, tag, like, yeah, whatever you need to do, but – be mindful of your screen time because that's also going to make you feel sluggish if you do a lot of it day after day. Yeah. I also have blue light glasses that I use if I'm like really deep into work or something, or I'm like working on something and know I'm not going to get a break, or I have to look really closely at my screen, say it's like text, or I'm doing some type of graphic in a video, whatever it is, I have my blue light glasses because I find that like if I'm getting not a lot of sunlight, and then the only light my brain is registering is like this light from a computer it like can really kind of mess up your brain. I find it gives me headaches and it can make it harder to fall asleep. So that's another thing. I got my glasses like pretty cheap, I think off of Amazon. And it also kind of signals to my brain, I'll be wearing them for work and then take them off when I'm done. And I'm like, okay, this is me being done work, which I also find weirdly enough helps. Yeah, so true. The last sort of point that I had to talk about was the idea of like trying to romanticize your winter which we had kind of talked about at the beginning and we have a full episode on this I think from last year but I found that this made like the biggest difference I used to hate winter especially when I was younger I just like despised it but as I've gotten older I'm like no we're just gonna lean into it and it's made it so much more enjoyable and so this is, like we said, dressing appropriately for the weather. Weather. I have a bunch of like sweaters and cozy socks and things like that that like I can only wear in the winter or else I would be too hot. But that makes a big difference having winter boots, coat, having actual warm waterproof gloves and a hat, that kind of thing. Also trying like winter specific activities. I've talked a lot about playing hockey, but it's like skiing, skating, that kind of thing, curling, whatever it might be. Even just like walking to see the lights. I always make Mm -hmm. a point of doing a walk. Like if there's a Christmas tree up in your town or if there's like a big house that gets decorated in your neighborhood, whatever it is, I always make a point to like Now it's a tradition of walking to see those lights. And then it's like a Christmassy activity, but it's just like getting out of your house physical fitness, which is good. Also like trying winter specific recipes can be nice, especially cooking with things that are in season in winter. Like last year, I tried cooking with beets for the first time, which was interesting, but they're delicious, I learned. So <laughs> that was good. Uh, burning winter inspired candles. I just put all of mine out today. So I'm very excited about that. Making winter plans, whether it's like you want to host a Christmas party or you want to have a dinner party with friends or a special date night, whatever. Making a playlist. We have one that I'm going to share on our Patreon of like winter songs that aren't Christmas that just like get you into the winter feels, which can be nice. I also love really leaning into like the winter aesthetic of things like the red lipstick, glitter on everything, fancy dress, tights, 
because it's like, when else are you going to do it? Like, you might as well be extra about it. And I also find it's really important to treat yourself to your normal summer self-care. I find it really easy. All through the summer, it's like, I'm getting my nails done. I'm getting waxed. I'm getting my eyebrows done, my eyelashes done. Because I'm like, I've got events. I'm on the go. But then as soon as it becomes winter, it's like you just stop booking those things because you don't need them. I don't want to book a wax because I'm not going to be in a bathing suit. I don't need to get my nails done because I'm just sitting in my house. And that really feeds into like the winter uglies Mm -hmm. and can make you feel like you don't have those normal breaks that you do in the summer. And so I always try to sort of keep up with those self-care activities, even though it's like I'm not getting my nails done for any reason other than to like show myself love. Mm -hmm. But that's like the reason you should be getting this stuff done anyways. Yeah. So that's my whole little rant about romanticizing winter. (laughs) Yeah, I love that so much. And also go follow us on Pinterest um, Mm -hmm. because I think Pinterest is a great spot to – figure out how can this look, you know, and especially if you don't celebrate the holidays, like celebrate Christmas, it's like, how can I still enjoy winter without setting up a Christmas tree, you know? So check us out on Pinterest or go create kind of your own winter vision board, because I think this is such a great time to start this and then following through on actually bringing it to life can help you, you know, get out of the house and do all these things that we had talked about like leading up to this point. So I love that so much. Great. I think that was everything we were going to talk about this week. Like I said, we have some episodes from last November we did about like more specifically romanticizing winter and that kind of stuff if it's of interest to you. So definitely check that out. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you're following and subscribe to us so that you see when those new episodes drop. We can be your little companions all winter long. If you need more companionship, we are also on social media at our golden twenties on pretty much every platform. So you can find us there. We have been launching our YouTube channel. So if you're a YouTube person, definitely subscribe to that channel and then you can see what we look like, which could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a Patreon, which is the best way to show your support for the podcast. Thank you to all of our current patrons. We love you all. We're putting up a bunch of content over the winter and all of the episodes drop early there. So if you are the type of person who likes to see things first, that's the place for you. And I think that's the end of my spiel. So thank you for listening. See you next Tuesday. Bye.